ni matumaini yangu kwamba nyote mubuheri wa afya mimi ni mwakilishi wa kikundi cha CYS na leo kuna jambo muhimu ambalo ningependa sote tulifu, tuli eh, tulifazungumzie ili kuboresha maisha yetu nami kwa studio um, i don't know if that's my cue i hope it's not because uh, the guy who just spoke all that didn't even introduce himself so miss joy from ngani Wait, we don't really speak that much during the podcast. Oopsie. Um well, right, I'm still getting over the shock of what I've just listened to in the past like 10 seconds. <laughs> um but I guess I'll just go ahead and introduce myself and stop making this a long conversation. Uh it's me, Mr. TK. I'm in the studio. Na pia mimi nipo nanyi ni kijana wenu KE. Wanji. No Nami pia najulikana kama Prasus. Mtawia ndugu wetu TK Radhi kwamba hakuwa amepata memo iliyopitishwa siku hii ya leo. Sasa siwezi jaribu. Ndio. Na 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 mkizungumza. Ah 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 ninastaajabu kabisa. Sisemi kwa ubaya lakini ndugu zangu. Eh. Ha 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 hapo. Eh mna sauti zenu ni tofauti kidogo. For, for our international audience um all the hehes that tk had that is not swahili just in case you are wondering <laughs> keep, he keeps repeating our word that is not um but yeah we just wanted to begin with a bit of swahili flair um just you know honoring the, the the feedback from some of our audience members that wanted just some small swahili so um we commit to to using it and butchering it thoroughly mm. using it all the same i'm tia chel your host for today's episode and we're going to get just right into it. Mm. Right. Um first question goes to TK. What is brown wow. and sticky? Mud. A stick. Process. Uh, I like telling dad jokes. Do you? Well, it depends on who your dad is. Mine. But yeah. Sometimes I also like laugh. telling dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes I do. Yes I do. Um one last one. I decided to sell my vacuum cleaner. It was just mm. gathering dust. Anyway, that sets the premise for our discussion today. Dad jokes, parenting. Well, parenting not quite, but more how we do <laughs> Is there something THL you're not telling us? Yeah, I mean, you're not you know, telling us. Is there something we should know? Podcast exclusive. <laughs> yeah, now a parenting podcast. We've changed mm. our official direction. Our genre. Mm. Our genre. Yeah, I don't even think there's there's such a category, but we can we can pioneer. <laughs> For okay. Anyway, yeah. so for you guys, if you can remember What is something that a parent of yours either one or both or either um something that they've always said 
um, like a common ask they have or a comment they make or a funny line they have. Do you have any of those that you recall from a parent? Does it have to be funny? It doesn't have to be funny. It can just be something that they often say. Yeah, but now, you know, if they're going to listen to this, dear chair, you're really putting us in a, <laughs> in a difficult situation. Yeah. And I'd invite you to share this with them. Um, so there's one that uh, one of my parents says, and, and my sister and I usually have this code language. <laughs> we look at each other like, mm, that word. So it's ngoja kidogo, which means wait a little <laughs> point and that's not for the end. I can't give, I'm not going to give a full context, but for my sister and I, that, <laughs> we really make fun of that phrase. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank mm. you, TK. Process, any? Uh, can you go to the shop and get milk? Nice. <laughs> Very common. Very, Very common. common. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm a milky mm-hmm. household. <laughs> I know the context that he's saying it with Chris, I, I hear you. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> For mine, I, I think I might need to give context. So if there's anything that needs doing, especially mm-hmm. by the children, um, mm-hmm. or something that, that my dad would like us to do, um, the statement would begin like this, and I know my brother, as you listen to this, you're dying laughing. Usually in a, in a more high-pitched voice than I can, that I, I don't know if I can reach, but let me try. Mm-hmm. You know, in our culture, and then after that comes whatever it is that you need to do or that you'd like you to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's put in the context of in our culture. So because it's in our culture, you must do it or you mm. should do it. I, um, I 100% relate because that has happened to me a number of times <laughs> from your parents. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's in our culture. <laughs> oh anyway, so yeah, it's something hilarious that they say. What is one quality or characteristic about um, your parents that you've you've come to admire over the years? Um for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I feel like if if I start, mm-hmm. I don't know if we we'll have enough time, uh, depending mm. on what the host is looking mm-hmm. at time wise. We will trust the host <laughs> to cut you in. <laughs> okay, but I'll, I'll I'll try to do pro- one from my my mother and one from my father. That's so fine. in terms of my mother, she's a very hard worker. Mm. Like super hard worker you think you can work hard you need to meet my mom Mm. yeah Uh, Mm. then from my dad's side his discipline is just on another level me i don't know how he does it you know regardless of the time he'll sleep he'll wake up at the same time uh he'll always be disciplined about how he dresses uh for work like even in this pandemic uh situation and he's working from home. Yeah, he'll still be in a full suit, including shoes. No way. Wow. No way. Imagine, imagine. No way. But he's he's very disciplined about how he does things. Uh, mm. Yeah, and that's something I'm. I, I I always look at him and I I just think to myself, man, one day when I grow up, like I want to yeah. be that disciplined, because yeah. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need the suit first of all. 
We need the suit. TK. And you don't have to take it in the same way, but you could. I, I was going to take it the exact same way that Francis took it. I think that's a really nice way to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, from my mom, I would say her generosity. Um, I, I see how she's often generous to both me and my sister, and even now to her own, um, like, fam, her sisters and her mom. And and I, I haven't thought about it much, but now that I think about it, I'm like, yeah, she actually is generous. And um, since in my self-assessment, I don't think I'm a generous person, I guess I could <laughs> borrow a leaf from her. Mm. Yeah. Uh, wow. From my dad, I think I would say his thoughtfulness. Um, mm. I see him go out of his way to do something. Or, I mean, I've seen for me, I've also seen for my sister. Um yeah, so that's, and I'm like, wow. Like, if again, if I stop and think about it, I'm like, huh, okay, okay. And I guess it's interesting that the qualities I'm sharing are the ones that I don't think I have. So, yeah, even even thoughtfulness, <laughs> I think I could I could use some work there. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Both of you answered my part B of that question without my even asking. Uh, kudos. Oh, um, hey, go Prasus. Maybe it's payback for all the questions you didn't answer before. <laughs> you are now forgiven. <laughs> wow. Um, for me, I think I'll take it the same way. For my dad, um, I think just his love for people. Mm-hmm. And again, I think I'm taking this the, the same way Tito took it. Um, something that I, I don't feel like I have <laughs> or have mm-hmm. a lot of. Um, he's, he's just able to connect with people so easily, um, and so deeply, like it's, it's not, it might, it's not casual. Um, Mm -hmm. he actually does take an intentional interest, um, and just, you know, someone interacts Mm. with them, with him and and they feel cared for. I'm just like, Mm. what? Someone interacts with me and they feel like, you know, So um yeah. I think for that it's it's just how he, he loves people and, and you know that, that thing of love is a verb, yeah. I think for him it, it really is it's an action. Mm-hmm. Um for mom it's her wisdom. Like I don't know if there's a question I've asked and she started with I don't know, you know, that and that's how I start mine. <laughs> Someone else <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know. I I'm not sure. I don't quite think anyway. But for her, she's she's wise, um, mm. and 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 all sorts. The, the 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 wisdom that comes with age, the wisdom that comes with experience, the wisdom that comes from reading, the wisdom that comes from being taught, um, and she regularly exposes herself to such a wide array of stuff. Um, yeah. Like now, um, we are we are, our household is currently on a on a dental campaign that I started with her. Um, reading a book on on dental hygiene, and mm-hmm. so we we take in three tabs of xylitol a day. Now, if you don't know what that is, you can go search. Um, it's a type of sugar um, mm-hmm. that changes the pH of your mouth after you eat, mm-hmm. which now affects plaque. Anyway, as you can see, I did read that for myself. She's the one who told us this stuff. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, she's just very wise and, and a place of good counsel, good advice. Um, and I think with that also comes with the responsibility of giving that counsel and, and advice. And so mm-hmm. I think sometimes she comes up, she comes out strong or, or, or convicted um, and people mm-hmm. just wanted, you know, a suggestion. <laughs> well, I was like, you asked me, I'm giving it to you. Um, but I really, really um, admire that in her. And to answer the second part, I think I would also like to grow in wisdom um, and, and in loving others um, like that. Um, yeah, and so I'm glad to have them as, as, you know, examples of that in my life. Um, shout out to all the parents we've talked about. We are grateful. We love you. Mm-hmm. Moving, moving on <laughs> on a slightly different tangent. Do you have a disobedience horror story? Say maybe if you're maybe as a child or even now. <laughs> Do you have a, um, a disobedience horror story? A place where you disobeyed and yeah, you you found out you disobeyed. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I tend to think they are mostly when I was a child. Because right now I feel like things are a bit different. Eh, well done, well done. Are you a different good is my well done in. in... <laughs> and even for you to quantify as a horror story, I I don't know if 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 you know there could be a horror story right now, uh, yeah. but this time, um. So when when I was growing up, uh, my sister and I weren't allowed to go and play uh, during the school week. So you come home from school and you stay inside. Ah, so this day, oh, I don't know what what came to mind. We decided we're gonna go and play. <laughs> now, that's not the problem. The problem here is that we went out to play because our it was fine, everything was fine, but we just made one mistake, one mistake. So let me not tell the mistake we made. Let me just give it events that happened, and then I'll get the mistake. So, so we get back into the house, we lock the gate, then you know, then life is continuing. Then when my parents come the evening, um, we're supposed to open the gate for them. We can't find the keys. We can't open the gate. So after a long time, the keys are found outside. And only those keys could have been outside is if we were outside. If someone took them there. Yeah. So that's how we got caught. (laughs) Now, as far as I'm concerned, that's the last time I remember being beaten by my parents. But this is how it went. We were literally done for shifts. So one child, one parent, and then you change. Like Are you we were beaten. Serious? We were beaten as in <laughs> So I, I, I wish I could remember who I started with, but I don't know. I think I, think, I, I, I think I started with my mom. I was I was beaten and then now exchanger. I went to my dad and I was beaten. <laughs> well, yeah. That one that was my that's my disobedience horror story. Yeah, and I, I don't recall being beaten ever since that. But that was a bad one for me at least. Mm. Interesting. Okay. Process, do you have any? As as TK said, I don't know like I don't know what would quantify them to be horror stories. I don't consider mine horror stories because always looking back at those moments. Yeah. It's it's just foolishness. Like Yeah. Uh sugarcoating or anything like that. I was mm-hmm. I was being foolish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those uh this ones. And if you're a young person there, uh, out there listening to this, let me just tell you, uh, rationalization is the worst thing you can do. <laughs> Let's start with that. It's one of the three so those... pillars of fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly, exactly. So there's this once uh it was on the weekend. In the weekend, mm-hmm. uh the schedule my, my father had set out for me was that, you know, you uh, wake up at eight, do everything, finish your breakfast TC TC, then at nine you study till eleven thirty. So yeah, the day started well. I woke up, did everything I needed to do, sat down and started uh, studying, you know, reading the the stories in NPPE, in <laughs> Progressive Primary English, for those who mm-hmm. don't know what that is. You'll find uh, TK stories there soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Then, yeah, so at some point, my dad left. Uh, that didn't play much into things until it got to like 11.20 and I said to myself, ah, see it's just 10 minutes away and that is not back either way so I can get away with, you know, stopping uh, my, my study time at 11.20 and going to play so, and this story is long <laughs> <laughs> so at 11.20 <laughs> I, I stop uh I stop studying uh then I go out to play but my friends had not yet come out so of course you you know you go knock on their door so I go to one of my friends uh houses I, I knock on the door and like you know how the mother answers the door and you're like can can so and so come out to play mm. yeah that nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> polite child voice for sure uh but I think he was still having a snack, so he was not ready to come out yet. But he yeah. was also watching uh, Camp Lazlo on TV. So mm. I was like, ah, it's cool. I'll oh, wait. Man, then, yeah, I can chungulia as we watch, you know, Camp Lazlo. So as I'm looking at Camp Lazlo and um, I'm enjoying how when Lazlo takes in a deep breath, uh, the shape of mm-hmm. his nostrils changes. Yeah, fascinating. Quite, I felt a hand just grab me by the collar, and I knew <laughs> my goose is cooked. That is it. Yeah. So I was. Uh, so my my friend lived like, what would I say? About thirty forty meters away from our house. Mm-hmm. I remember being beaten all that way. And then when we arrived at the house, I was beaten some more. And then <laughs> I was made to, to study for the five minutes that I skived. <laughs> <laughs> so after being beaten, my dad literally told me, sit down, study for those last five minutes until you finish. It was it was a super interesting day. And yeah, so now my friend's mom always knew me as the kid who, you know, got beaten from her house to the house. So anytime I would go, anytime I would go call my friend, uh, she would always ask, are you sure your father is not what? behind you? What? <laughs> the scarring. <laughs> but like I said, for me, it's it's really not a horror story because looking back, yeah. I was just so foolish by rationalizing that ten yeah. minutes. So yeah. I, sh- I, sh- I should have just sat and and waited for the ten minutes to end and then left the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And I think that's that's what I mean by horror story, as in where your foolishness led you into horror. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> um actually for me I think there were so many. I can't I can't and 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 the procedure was largely the same. So mm. I don't know if I can pick okay, there's one where I had a I had the you know how there were sweets at the till of the shop? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the policy was you save your money and you buy your own seats. Um, so we used to get mm-hmm. a 50 bob allowance. Um, and then if you remember to bring your money to the shop, that's another thing, because I'm not carrying it for you, then you can buy mm-hmm. the seats that you want. Um, so young sir <clears throat> either did not carry his money or did not save it. I have a feeling it's the form. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I still wanted TikTok. Note to younger self: TikTok makes noise in your pocket. Moving on, <laughs> I picked it, and we left. Those times shops didn't have those. What are those things called? The detectors the, um, at the, the doors. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm the one who I'm the one who made them come. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, after that, I don't remember ever going to a shop and them not having that stuff. <laughs> I remember very well, not much prestige. Oh gosh, the days mm-hmm. long gone. Um. Anyway, so we reach home and you know I get out of the car and I've, by this time I've forgotten, and it's just jingling in my pocket. And that is like, what is that in your pocket? I'm like, ah, I think coins or something. <laughs> Not to younger self. Please don't lie well, to someone <laughs> thrice well. your size that if you wanted to find out what's in your pocket, he could. <laughs> okay? He can. <laughs> <laughs> I know this story is interesting. I'm curious to see where it goes. So I think, I think I can leave it to your imagination what happened. Tic Tacs were found. Um, uh, and, and what happened is, and this is where the horror part was for me, we drove back to the shop. Mm. Dad asked for the manager and said, you're going to talk to the manager. You're going to apologize and give it back. <clears throat> Not to yourself. THL, you are introverted. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. Adult diapers. I don't know. Okay, I can't say adult diapers because I was still a child. But yeah, diapers were <laughs> <laughs> because just the ride there, oh my goodness, Nakumat Prestige has never been so far. And we lived in Gumo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wah. But uh, yeah, I've, I've never forgotten the commandment in the Bible do not steal. Yeah, it has a special mm. ring for me. Um, mm. Remembering that, um, that apology. I still meet that manager to date. Um, he's a friend of dad's. <laughs> yeah, and each time I see him, it's just like, yeah, embarrassment galore. I'm just like, goodness. <laughs> embarrassed. Embarrassed. Um, yeah, so I have been saved from much by Christ. Um, mm. Yeah, it's just a testimony. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, Tia, chill. Mm-hmm. As in, me, I give your dad, like, hands down. Probs. That was the... <laughs> As in, yeah, beating was not... I don't know if he beat you, but beating I don't think was going to solve the problem. Mm-mm. What what he did, 
disobedience horror story um mm-hmm. another tangent um all of you have all of us rather have siblings or a sibling at least so my question to you um is is this one sibling loved or favored more than the other truth myth or relative process i plead the fifth <laughs> <laughs> you're not the parent here remember <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to. <laughs> Not for your family. Other families. Do you think it's true? It's myth. I mean, it's, it relative? it's relative. It's relative for many, many families. Mm. There, there are families that, unfortunately, I've seen it is true mm-hmm. that mm. one sibling is favored above the others or above the other. Yeah. Uh, I'll speak for my family. Uh, in my family, it is a myth. Mm-hmm. Although there there are certain scenarios where you'd know if, if so and so does this, uh, they'll probably be in a better position than I would be. <laughs> this sounds like if politics. I may say so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to twist mm-hmm. the words. Eh? <laughs> no, but so for example, yeah. if if uh, my siblings wanted something from my dad, uh, my elder sister would be the best person to ask him because mm. she i don't know they have i i, I don't say a relationship because then it makes it sound like there's just a, a way my dad there's just but a this, way. yeah there's yeah. a way there's yeah. a way yeah different things yeah and whenever like if yeah just different scenarios needed mm-hmm. you know different people we yeah. were a balanced team yeah we are still a yeah. balanced with team. different gifts yes. different networks yes. and abilities mm. yes yes yeah. It's a well-working familial organization. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I think I'd say the same for me, TK. Yeah, um, I, I think I'm inclined towards saying the same. Although what I don't recall is, um, like if so, I think it's more one-sided. I think like I've experienced this with more my sister telling me, "Ebu, you do this." I don't recall <laughs> asking her to You're do something. You're the pawn. Something, but I think she's gonna have. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Zero liability. Although I know that that's... But I know that there are certain things that, like, I let her be the driving force. Maybe because of the difference in our personality sometimes. I know she'll, it'll, no matter how it turns out, it'll be okay because it's her. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I'd say, yeah, same investigation actually on our end as well. Or at least on my end. I think for me, a bit related to, to, to this question um mm-hmm. is there is a whole you know you ask for this or you like you know like yeah someone being <clears throat> more suited to ask for a certain thing yeah mm-hmm. so my parents <laughs> my parents have always yeah, been sure. this this you know I, I i don't know what word to use other than united front in terms of mm-hmm. we've always known like don't you ask mom and she says no then you go ask dad like that is even worse trouble, you know, because mm, we're like, mm. we are one. <laughs> Whatever one says, we've both said. Um, and, and, and they usually, the, the mechanism they use is if they've not, if they've not agreed or they're unsure, they'll say, they'll say that. Um, and say, I'll have to talk to your father 
I'll have to talk to your mother and then um, we'll come back and tell you yeah. what we've decided. So I think that that's, that's, that's sort of dealt with the, or oh, you ask for this or you ask for this or let me ask this parent or this other one. Um, in terms of one sibling loved more than the other, I think for me, I'd also say myths mm-hmm. or false. Um, I think siblings are loved differently at different times. I think they're also loved similarly at different times. Um, and I've, I've enjoyed seeing that more as I grow older. Um, just seeing there I can tell they're loving my brother and there I can tell they're loving me and that might not have worked for me but I know for him it communicates love um, also with the different languages of love that we have and all that stuff um, yeah so that's that what is different about honoring and obeying your parents as a young adult than when you are a child is there a difference first Ooh. of all and what is different Hey, today's questions are juicy. I can't lie. I can't lie. I've, I've been okay answering <laughs> all the other questions. Until now. <laughs> Where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I, I think, let me like this. The challenge is, now that uh, you've gained or I've gained some sort of independence, let me put it that way, some sort mm-hmm. of, it's harder when for you, the way you do your things, it's like, I want it this way, but then your parent wants it a different way and choosing to do it their way. You know, I feel like when you're a child, it's not the same. You might not fully have your own way of doing things, um, you know, or your own idea of how you want to do things per se. Um, but now that I think for me, that's a challenge, like choosing to do it their way. Let me put it that way. Um, whereas I mm. have my own way, I think for me that's why it's really difficult. And and trying not to complain. Let's let's add it that way because I wonder, like, if you're complaining as you're doing it, are you really honoring? Um, yeah. I don't know. So I, I think that's hey, that's definitely hey, one major difference. TK, yeah. TK has a, a rebuke for us today, guys. So listener, I'm sorry if you came for an easy time. Um, it's not going to be easy. Yeah, you can you can go back uh, to to the episode called Fun uh, or Forward if it's Forward. Um, yeah, there you can have a fun time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're obeying but complaining during, yeah, I don't know if you're honoring. And I think that goes for with God as well. Uh, I'm mm. obeying God, but I'm complaining the whole way through it. You know. Yeah. No, that one needs mm. reflection. Thank you, TK. Terrible. Mm. It's your boy. Well. <laughs> I... <sighs> First of all, is there a difference? Is there a difference um, honoring and obeying your parents as a young adult than when you are a child? Does it change? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. In my opinion, it definitely does. Mm-hmm. In that... Uh, as a child, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I should put this. There are <laughs> I thought like a child. Things, <laughs> exactly. There, there are certain things you can, quote unquote, get away with mm. because you're still learning or they're still being taught to you. Yeah. But as, as, as a young adult, I've found that there are some things that go as, you know, unwritten, but your parents expect you to know and do some of these things. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, 
obedience and and honoring as as a young adult is one where there's a lot you'll have to discover for yourself but also there's a lot that you'll have you'll discover through conversations with your parents and then yeah. as a child most of it is you're being told this this is right this is wrong don't do this uh, do that instead etc etc mm-hmm. yeah so that's mm-hmm. where i would say there's the where yeah that's where i would say there's a difference all right um i probably should have asked this question before um but is there a need or rather should we actually honor and obey our parents beyond childhood and by childhood i'm i'm setting a max at 18 just just using what our country legally uses <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yes 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 we should there there is i don't say there is a need but, but yes, we should a need <laughs> yes we should one it's it's a command quite clearly that in as much as yeah. you you become an adult i believe you'll still be your parents child and yeah. that's where the the nuances between uh, absolute obedience and honor come in mm. and mm. I'll, i'll use myself as an example uh, i have do. dreadlocks i have dreadlocks on my head for those of you who don't exclusive <laughs> yeah yeah so as you image you can just you know insert some dreads <laughs> yeah just go ahead and do it <laughs> yeah my parents uh, are not pro dreadlocks yeah so uh, when i was having the conversation with them you know in in absolute obedience uh, the scenario would have played out that i just say okay fine my parents don't want me to have them then i won't but i believe in that scenario how i honored my parents was actually telling them and not doing it chini amaji mm. or under <clears throat> the radar for for those uh, you know our international audience mm-hmm. so in that scenario mm-hmm. i believed i honored my parents by by going uh, to them and telling them uh, i know i still live under your roof but i'm um, i'm thinking of getting dreadlocks and not because there's a tia cult i follow or you know this things african <laughs> parents say no offense and with good But, reasons yeah, yeah. i mean there's yeah. there's there's backing to what they say and and, and yeah, some there of is, the, there is. The, yeah. the, the the concerns yeah and so i i told my parents yeah i i want uh, dreadlocks uh, i'm going to get dreadlocks uh, i will keep them neat uh, and if the the moment comes that i need to cut them then i will not complain and i will do so so that was mm. uh, in my opinion that was me honoring my parents by letting them know this is what i'm doing and this is why i'm doing it mm. uh now yeah. not to to all the young people it doesn't work with let me let me just put something very outrageous in there it doesn't work with like you know telling your parents uh so there's this this is bank i want to rob uh and i'm going to do it because i really need the money <laughs> it doesn't work with such scenarios i think there's there's just like i said earlier there's there's a lot of nuance with with this whole honoring versus absolute obedience kind of thing mm. yeah yeah and at what age was this dreads conversation happening can i remember 
Well, I was, what, 19 or 20? All right. He was over 18 listeners. And so, yeah, please <laughs> take that as a reasonable caution. <laughs> mm. Okay. So just continuing with this topic of obedience and honor, um, do you know the things your parents feel honored by? Or more directly, what would you say is one thing that you know either that you do or, or say that, your parents feel honored by um, or that eh, he have been honored. I feel honored and respected by you, Chris, by you, Tito, by you, THL. I think I can go first on this one. Okay. How, how, how is it that you refer to yourself as THL? Then the rest of us, you use different names. That's not fair. Allow me to, <laughs> allow me to just continue. <laughs> I'm sure TK's concerns are valid. <laughs> Um, so for me, I think, uh, and uh, to be honest, I didn't, just because I wrote these questions doesn't mean I thought about them. Uh, (laughs) I'm experiencing them firsthand like you are. As, as a CYS fashion. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, for me, one thing that, haha, communicates honor to them. Okay. Let me, let me, let me choose one to, to dad. Um, is communication. Dad feels honored when you let him know stuff and when you inform him of stuff. So especially things that involve him. And this is this this I've experienced more in my as I've grown older. So like if something say I have good news, something happens. Um, I became a prefect. Um, dad would feel honored if I actually that if he had that from me rather than I've told mom on the way home, me, I went, did homework, ate, slept. I even said hi to dad, but I didn't tell him. And then mom tells him, um, say at night that, that, that does not land well. Um, Mm. and to the point where mom actually had to tell my brother and I, that I don't know if you guys have seen, but, you're not honoring your father when you do this. So I know for, for sure that dad feels honored when we communicate. Um, and even just letting him know that I intend to do this, I intend to do that, or I'd like you to help me with this or help me with that, rather than just assuming um, that he knows or he'll figure it out. Um, he values communication. Um, so mm-hmm. for those who are wondering why I'm such a stickler for communication myself, maybe that can give you a bit of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. insight into why that is so. That's me. Uh, well, for me, I would I would say it's it's something quite similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad loves being involved in our decisions. Yeah. So if if I'm making a huge like not decisions like when I choose to brush my teeth and <laughs> choose to have breakfast, wow, it's but, more like you when you're choosing to have dreads, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Big, big. Uh, Life-altering, altering decisions. <laughs> yeah, my my dad loves to be involved in those and just having a conversation around the decisions, not more so him, you know, giving input or driving the decision to a certain point, but just having a conversation about it. Mm. Uh, two, it's it's a weird one. Uh, I, th- I feel like my dad feels honored when we depend on him, mm. if that makes sense. 
in as much as we are adults, uh, we are still his children. Mm. So there's just that ever bit of happiness you, you see from him when, you know, you ask him for something or you ask him for help. Yeah, even though you can do it by yourself, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. TK, do you know um, what what either of your parents feel honored by? Huh, I'm actually trying to think, um, just to see what's coming to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm tempted to say it's similar to Tia Chill, but I can't say I have... Um, full like experience definitely that way where i i believe he is honored when i communicate because there are many things he has found out from other people he asked me why did you tell me so it's Mm. taken me a while to recognize that's what he likes but i can't say i've been doing it yeah Yeah. okay um i came across an interesting um verse in luke 251 um and says this, and he, meaning mm. Jesus, went down with them, them being his parents, and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And I was like, okay. So he did uh, do things that honored his parents. Um, and we see the mom treasuring this, this and other things. Um in her heart, and I thought, oh, that was so. I've not, I've not seen that, um, but it's 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 good to know that even the one that you know I am following ultimately um, mm-hmm. took time to actually honor his parents, um, and we see he did the action, but we also see the response of how the parent felt honored. Um, so I thought that was that was pretty cool, um, but also just another passage. To, to those of us who this subject might be a, a touchy one, um, either because you've lost a parent, um, either to death or, or the other types of separation, um, to those of us that may be orphans and listening to this podcast, um, this text in Psalm 68 really speaks to that um, and to the heart of that. It says, from verse 4, sing to God, sing in praise of his name, extol him who rides on the clouds, rejoice before him, his name is the Lord a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing, but the rebellious live in a sand scorched land. So this whole thing of families and, and parents is not lost, um, even, even, even to God. Um, he is a father to the fatherless. And so if all these questions you're asking, you know, where we've responded with regards to our parents, let's also do that with regards to our heavenly father, um, who is our father and our father to the fatherless. He who sets us, um, those of us who are lonely in families. Um, and I think that's so special that, you know, out of all the things that you could have included in the Bible, such things are also there. Um, mm. Just just a reminder that he remembers you. He knows you, 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 um, your name, the number mm. of hairs on your head. Mm. Um, he is your father, um, and and he's 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 longing for you to delight in him, um, just like we delight in our earthly fathers, and we enjoy them, and we honor them, and we love them. Um, so too with our with our heavenly father. And that's it for this week's episode. 
I'm going to close us out a little bit differently um, and just give us, you know, practical steps to do <laughs> in terms of honoring your parents. I think, yes, we can talk about this and then go and do nothing. Um, well, I think here, like Tito has reminded us, yes, we, we ought to do stuff um, and to do it without complaining, um, just in honoring and, and respecting our parents. So yeah. one yeah. thing, spend time with them on their agenda and not just yours. This is a difficult one, I'll admit. Personally, dad likes drives. I don't. I get car sick. I, yeah, they just don't work for me. But actually, just yesterday, um, I was out with him the whole day um, on his errands and his drives. In case you're wondering, yes, masks and sanitizers all covered. I mean, you know us from episode 001. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was what he wanted to do. And, and what I wanted to do was just spend time with him, whatever he was doing. And I think that really communicates. Two, a bit unconventional, handwritten letters. And this one I'm even challenging my fellow CYS hosts. Write, write letters or a letter. Let's start there. <laughs> Take time this month um, as you're listening to this podcast to write a letter, be it to your earthly father or even your heavenly father, um, and just express your appreciation for them, um, the things they have done, the things they have not done, but just your love and your admiration for them. Um, and then three, never underestimate the power of saying, I love you. Um yeah, it's not something to gloss over. It's something our own Heavenly Father tells us over and over. Um, and I think that's a good example for us to use it and use it well. That's it. It's been me, THL, your host, together with... It's your boy, K.E. Prasus, together with... Mr. TK, Mr. TK. The three guys who love Jesus and good conversation are out. See you on the flip side.